When filming for Return of the Jedi began in 1982, the filmmakers gave it the fake working title of Blue Harvest. They plastered the name on everything from film slates to stationery to crew uniforms. The fake title would serve a variety of purposes, not least of which that they could keep the prying eyes of the public away from filming locations. As producer Howard G. Kazanjian stated, can you imagine what would have happened if we had said we're shooting the next Star Wars film? Today, in the information age, it's become increasingly more difficult for filmmakers to hide from excited fans. Leaks from production assistants, pictures from paparazzi, or packaging templates from a merchandising branch can hit the internet in an instant and spread like wildfire. This week on the podcast, we dive into the deepest reaches of the web and see what secrets we can uncover. They're here. They're Porgs. It's the Porgcast, Episode 5, Internet Porgnography. Ladies and gentlemen, due to the rampant and raving conspiracy theorists content of our previous episode, our very own Andrew Beam would like to now read a court-mandated public apology for his behavior. Andrew? During the week of November 29th, 2017, certain statements were made on the podcast regarding the upcoming motion picture, The Last Jedi, that I now understand to be wrong. On behalf of the podcast, I regret that I mischaracterized Porgs, the creative geniuses behind Porgs, and the Star Wars universe. I would also like to publicly announce that I have, of my own volition, checked into an outpatient facility specializing in ham water addiction, a disease that plagues numerous sweaty Americans every year. Okay. We're glad that you're seeking treatment for this. <laughs> Andrew, that was very brave of you to say, and I think uh, we all commend you on that. Well, yeah, you, you know, whatever. You don't sound terribly sorry. So legally, I have to be sincere, so there's no way around that. Sorry. But, you know, just just move on with all of our lives, you know, 24-hour news cycle. Somebody say something terrible and get me off the hook. Come on. <laughs> and with that, we start our next episode. And with that, we start our next episode. Welcome to episode five, Internet Pornography. <laughs> Is that going to be the hashtag? That's, uh, yeah, I don't know if that should be the hashtag because I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll just find our hashtag organically. Maybe we'll find our hashtag because I don't know if you want to type internet pornography into your computer. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to get a blue square on your house for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be rough. So today we are here. I want to talk about uh, the internet. Sold. Exactly, the internet. We kind of talked about this in episode one, but, you know, we have Jordan here on our team who has a very unique uh, position in all of this is that he tries to completely block himself from any internet rumors, conspiracies, you know, crazy ravings. Yeah, I'm not like, you know, like actively saying like, I'm going to delete my Facebook and never go up. But like, if the article happens, I scroll right by it. Like anything video, I just don't look at it. I, I, being in theaters with trailers happening, right. I seriously close my eyes, plug my ears and hum. And then when it's over, <laughs> my girlfriend like taps me on the I arm. I feel like that's over the top. 
What, what do people What do people in the theater say about this? Yeah, I nobody said anything. They probably forget it by the time the movie's he, over because yeah, it's at the beginning. You know, think he's doing <laughs> at yoga. first they're like, "What the fuck's wrong with this guy?" He's like, yeah. "Oh, yeah, yeah." <laughs> but that's interesting because that's kind of one of the things that makes seeing a movie in 2017 or seeing it a movie post internet a lot different than kind of like the original viewing experience, right? If you think about seeing the original Star Wars or the original trilogy, really film companies and studios kind of had full control over the rhetoric and the context of their whole movie, right? You saw a trailer and then a movie comes out. That's what you got. Now, you know, they announced the new Star Wars is coming out. The internet freaks out. And then the trailer comes out or not even the trailer, but the title gets released. And there's, there's another freak out. We were just talking earlier this week, Andrew or Jordan, somebody was saying that like, you know, people were looking up the title of The Last Jedi in other languages, right? Yeah, and then because there's kind of that ambiguity with the word Jedi, is it plural or singular? And people were looking in languages where like to say Jedi, you have to say it specifically. So, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and, and that's, the, that's, the, <laughs> that's the distance that the internet takes films is that you cannot view, unless you're Jordan and you're going to hum in the theater, <laughs> there's no way to sort of exist within a vacuum and see something without sort of the internet influencing you. And so what I wanted to do today is that over the course of kind of recording the podcast, I've been trying to live as best I can in a bubble of anything that we say on this show is the truth <laughs> and nothing else exists. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, so this was it, and then this is all that we had. And then after last week's episode, when Andrew really just drug us down into the filth, I, like, needed a breath of fresh air. So I decided to kind of, like, take a stroll of the internet and and kind of find some of those thoughts and some of those those rumors and leaks and things were out there. So no spoilers, let me say that, but just kind of, like, holistically taking what was going on in the internet and then kind of see... You know, see how close our poor addictions are so so far. <laughs> Spoiler alert to that, we're, we're kind of off from where the internet thinks this is going to go. Are you go. sure the internet's just not kind of off from us? That's what I wanted to say is that first off, let me preempt this episode by saying all these people online are wrong and we are correct. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, if you are reading those articles online, they are obviously wrong and it is obviously... It's misdirection. It's misdirection. So, legally, yeah. I can't use the phrase sheeple. Um, yes. For another few months, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 fair. But if I were the kind of person who would use that phrase, that phrase would be appearing now. <laughs> yes. So I just want to jump right into it. I want to get you guys' like hot take right off the press of of stuff that I sort of present to you in real time. And for listeners, I'm also going to post this on the Instagram so that you can follow along. <laughs> If you'd like to have the visual aids to this. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first thing I want to send you guys, and, and I'm sending it right now so you see this, but uh, about a, you know, a, a little bit ago, it leaked online that there was a set of action figures that was going to release in Japan, and one of these toys was a porg, and that porg came with a nest of baby porgs. And so I really just want you guys to get a look at this image and just... Oh, God. <laughs> What do you think about that? What? No. <laughs> no? This Describe is like, why do they have <laughs> lips? Describe to me what you're seeing right now. It I'm is. our listeners. This looks like, like, 
like a Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Like, oh God, what were those toys that were like just the round? Yeah. Like there was like the baseball, but it had like his tongue sticking You're out. You're talking about Mad Balls. Yeah, Mad Balls. <laughs> this looks like a Freddy Krueger Mad Ball. Yeah, they're they're little Mad Balls. They have they have what I can uh, what I can only describe as human lips. Laying in brown spaghetti. It looks like an open wound. It doesn't look like lips. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, exactly. Like if there was a strip club in Total Recall, <laughs> this looks like the boobs. <laughs> yeah. It's got like a very like rejected from the dinner scene in Pan's Labyrinth kind of. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I imagine this thing in some kind of like Island of Dr. Monroe Moreau. lab. Oh, just, good reference. Just saying like, kill me. <laughs> hey guys, we just want to make some friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's also the similar scene in Alien Resurrection when she sees herself. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, if anybody else has not bought... Jordan, do you consider Alien Resurrection as part of the Alien trilogy? <laughs> you know, I actually like Alien Resurrection more than Aliens 3. Really? Yeah. All right. I Okay. I'm not... Because they still... They nailed sort of, like, the, more of the setting better with the spaceship that it's on and some of that stuff. Okay. But at, at the time period that it came out, it fit very well with, like, the sci-fi... Good point. As in SCI sci-fi, not... Yeah. S-Y-F-Y. Yeah. At that time, they had a lot of, like, movies, like, straight to the channel that they were doing, and it yeah, fit yeah. in with that, okay. which I was, like, fine with. Okay. While we're here, Jordan, where do you stand on Prometheus? Prometheus doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's really pretty to look at. Okay. Alien. But does it exist? So yeah. it exists? It exists. Alien now. Covenant is, I, ugh, ugh. Let's just knock them all out. Where are you at? AVP. Uh, AVP 1, absolutely, <laughs> like, what is happening now? Like, it makes no, why are you going to put Lance Hendrickson in there and then not do anything with that? Right, and why but, didn't they kiss at the end? <laughs> and, but AVP 2 kind of, they, like, leaned full, like, fuck it, like, this does, movie doesn't matter. Like, this is Rambo with aliens. Yeah. What about To Catch a Predator? How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to bring it back to Porgs, I think the tagline of AVP2 was, no matter who wins, we lose. Yes. And that's how I feel about baby Porgs. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrendous, and I don't know what's happening. Okay, so where did those baby Porg things come from. That's like the so there was you know it's, hell it's yeah, <laughs> hell. yeah yeah you know it's the internet and like I said everything has to be a big reveal you know one random site picks it up and then a bunch of other ones do and it's like here's the toy line that's being released in Japan and here's the photos that are going to be in the Christmas catalog and there, here's a porg and it comes with this nest so everyone freaked out decidedly so because these look like. The fly with Jeff Goldblum. Like yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and listeners, like, you've seen them. You can go on Instagram. You can view them. Is there a way to mark them on Instagram as, like, sensitive content? Well, what yeah. you can do is you can do the slide thing where you no, do multiple pictures. No, that's what pictures. I want yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll have a slide. So if you don't want to ruin anything for you, you don't have to see them. I guess my question to the group, too, following up on that is... As a group, do we agree that this falls in line with our poor addictions and that we can live with this in the narrative we built for ourselves? Or is this just this just misdirection and this isn't real? Or are we just going to choose to not believe the truth? I like to classify these as wrong on a 
prediction and moral level. Okay. Actually, I'm going to go the opposite tack because these could be <laughs> the dark porgs. These could be evil porgs that we have speculated about. <laughs> I'm still They're... very confused about defining an evil porg because they are vampires <laughs> to Jedi. We're, uh, yeah, we're trying to find good porg at this point. The only good porg is Chewie's porg in the Millennium mm. Falcon. Is that what we've decided? And the rest of them are these little boob things in spaghetti. Oh, yeah. That's probably because if you don't love them, they hatch like that. Oh, my God. Is this what happens if you get water on porgs? It's like <laughs> yes. gremlins. If you feed them after yeah. midnight. I imagine this is what they look like if they haven't, like, ingested enough force. Right? When they're Ooh. like, their they're oh. force glands are starving. Wait. They like shrivel up into these. Porg diction? Porg diction. If they don't get enough force, they, they turn into... Spaghetti monsters. Little flesh orbs on a spaghetti pile. They, they kind of look like a dark crystal thing. Too. Oh, yeah. They would be in that, like, what's sure. that bog that makes you smell like shit forever? No, you're thinking about, you're thinking about labyrinth. Wait, what, what did you say? The bog of eternal That's stench. That's the bog of it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Bog of eternal stench is from the labyrinth. Yeah, but did yeah. you say Pan's labyrinth? I'm sorry. No, the labyrinth, like with David Bowie. Okay, yes. Okay, sorry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm caught up. Is there a 90s film we haven't mentioned? In this episode alone? Do we just need to knock out any? Yeah. We haven't talked about Con Air. It looks like these porks could be on Con Air. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Put down. They get thrown out of the airplane as a warning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. To tie it back to episode four. This is why Han dumped that cargo. Because fuck these things. That's what he like opened the box up like, what's in here? Oh, God. Yeah, he's like, oh, God. These are boobs with lips. Get rid of them. In spaghetti, goner. Dumps his cargo. The huts are pissed. There it is. Okay, so uh, I suddenly don't sound so crazy. So it's all tying together, too. Jordan, do you have any last thoughts on the baby porks? The, the nightmares. I will be thinking of them all night long. They are the only thing, and this is going to be a bold statement, audience, is that these baby porgs are the only thing in the course of this five-episode season that have come close to lowering my (laughs) porg approval score. Mm -hmm. I mean, even Andrew's Jedi tree didn't didn't waver me, but then I saw these horrifying things. I'm going to play a devil's advocate here. Okay. And that why these might be a good thing. Oh, okay. The big fear with porgs from day one has always been, this is just here to sell stuffed animals for Disney. No one wants this. No. Um, well, and I think no, 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 no. Wait, I, th- uh, I think they're going to sneak it in because it's like you said, you're not buying these creepy looking things. They're, they are the little accessory in the corner to the thing you're actually buying. But so if they're, I see these things in the movies, it will ruin it That's for true. Me. Yeah. I don't want to see this. I don't want this because I'm going to see Nobody the wants porg this. and I'm going to be like, you used to be a boob. Yeah. <laughs> it's like unrecoverable. I should have saved yeah. this one for the last of my list. Well, now um, I, my curiosity's peaked. I want more. This is this was the curtain jerker. Yeah, right. I, I've paid my nickel. I want the rest of the horror show. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready for my next internet conspiracy theory? This is this one I will admit gets a little Andrew Alex Jones. Okay. Okay. Okay, so here's here's the second visual aid. Ooh. 
Now, if if our listeners are not familiar, at the, at the same time we got the announcement from Entertainment Weekly about the Porgs, we are also informed, and we have not spoken about this on the Porgcast at all yet, but we have not talked about the fact that there are other residents on this island. And the other, other residents are these characters, which are referred to as the caretakers. Mm-hmm. So my first question to you guys is, Okay, so if there's Porgs and these guys, how do these guys fit into Porg lifestyle? What's going on here? So there's another 90s show we didn't quite hit yet. Okay, great. And I'm going to just say one phrase, and I think this sums up to the audience what we're looking at here. I'm the baby, gotta love me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. These guys look yeah. like the dinosaurs from the show Dinosaurs. I was going to say Dark Crystal. They look very Jim Henson-y. Yeah, yeah, they're a little Dark Crystal. Or the the, the turtle from NeverEnding Story. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. These are all yeah. things that are here. I'm just going to go into it, and, and I just want to see the horror from you guys. Okay. Is, are these an evolved or grown-up version of Porgs? Do Porgs turn into these things? Mike, you know biology. Do do birds have a habit of turning into like little anthropomorphic lizards? They live in the same ecosystem, right, Mike? So they obviously these animals have to interact. They're the only two animals on the island. So Did- typically when you have something that's like evolved from something else, right? They're not things that occupy the same environment, right? Like in order to evolve, you have to separate two different lineages from each other. They adapt to different areas, right? It would be weird for, like, half of the things on this island to evolve and the other half not to. One thing here that, like, as you started asking this question, I started, like, looking for hints. And one thing I just wish I didn't notice is the one on the right here. Yeah. I feel like we're seeing what might be some boob under there. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Or is right. it a hideous mouth-shaping porn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it is total recall. This <laughs> thing at some point lifts up its shirt and there's just these. It just drops a couple porglets off. No, the porglets are just their spaghetti nest. Just affixed to its chest. Like the <laughs> prostitute in total recall. I mean, it should be worth noted that they are wearing clothes. They look sort of like nuns, maybe, or something like that. Well, that is what they've alluded to, that somehow these, they're the caretakers, and they somehow caretake over this Jedi temple. What that means, I do not know. From what we know, there's just the one guy at the temple, right? Which is just Luke, because all the other ones have been vampired and are dead. Yes. So (laughs) So do we just have like a whole... A whole, like, race of weird turtle folk that are just like, we're just here to, like, take care of Luke because he's some kind of man baby at this point. <laughs> I don't, yes. And needs to be taken right. care and, of. And again, it's like we're getting a little distracted from porg dictions and now we're making caretaker dictions, which is not as mm-hmm. fun to say. But I feel like we can't not talk about this because obviously... If our theories are true, then the Porgs have vampired all the Jedis, but have left these guys alone, which is fine because they're disgusting looking. But mm-hmm. we can't not acknowledge that the, these are here. So I'm going to say that I guess this isn't technically a Porg diction, but mm-hmm. it is a prediction, I suppose, that um, they're going to have some kind of gross soup in a parallel moment to uh, Empire Strikes Back. They're going to have a, a gross soup. A what? A gross soup. Oh, oh, they're going to eat a gross soup. 
They're going to eat a gross soup. They're going to offer some to Ray, and she's going to be like, no thanks, this is a gross soup. Are they going to do another trick with the, the weird bread stuff, but this will be like, you know, like this. Wait, they squeeze that? some animal out into a bowl. Always, I like this because Andrew is not, it sounds absurd listening. But he's not you, He's off. not yeah. off. There's always, why in every sci-fi film is there always a gross, gross soup? soup? It's part of the hero's journey, right? <laughs> it's after they find the magic sword, they eat a gross soup. <laughs> right before they go into the dark forest. Yeah, always a gross <laughs> soup. So, yeah, I'm going to say gross soup before Ray goes near the tree of force and evil and um, is like, it's too hard. And the porgs are flying overhead. Gross soup. That's what sets it all up. <laughs> okay, so to bring this back, I feel like you guys were not on board with me about this porgs evolving into these things theory. No, it's, um, it's pretty out there. Okay. Coming from me, that's a pretty big indictment. Then here's what I want to do. And listener, you'll be able to find this on the Instagram as well. I'm about to send another picture to you that came again, leaked online, of a page from a Last Jedi coloring book. Ooh. Oh, wow. Now- <laughs> <laughs> Now, <laughs> you just made Andrew cackle. Now, what I would like you to do. Now, there's a oh bunch of things I want to talk about. In this I mean, they picture. totally have, have vampire have, teeth. Have, they have vampire teeth. Now, not only do the porgs have vampire teeth, and that's not even what I want to talk about first. First, nor do I want to mention that one of them is holding a net, implying that maybe they catch our the fishermen. And yeah. the mm-hmm. other yet is a fishing net, right? And then two, the other one is, I guess. Like ripping a bong out of a fish? He, it, it's, it's one of three things. It's, a it's fish ripping a bong, bong. He's playing some kind of bagpipe, or perhaps it's like some kind of fish he just like stuck a straw and it's like a fish slurpee. Yeah, exactly. Vampire! <laughs> Vampire, right? But what I really want to point out here is I want to direct your attention to the legs yes. of the caretakers because they are the same legs as, as the, the porgs. They wait, have wait, wait. bird legs. So I, I'm on board that it looks like these things are big porgs, but are they also caretakers or just poorly drawn old porgs? I think they're the caretakers. I Is there a, a label for this page? between the, the two of these. Too. I think they're the caretakers. Okay, so the porgs don't have the nose quite the same as the caretakers, yeah. but the, this coloring book definitely has the same nose as the caretakers. I feel like the coloring book really tries to... Draw a line, yeah, a little clearer than things, or at least stay within the lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but just because, in case anyone's like in the car or something, I just want to—we haven't really described the scene. So it's two lumpy creatures wearing very rustic clothing. One of them has what it looks to be. Yeah, they could like, be side characters in Time Bandits. Yeah, yeah. They have one. <laughs> There's another reference. <laughs> and one of them's car- carrying looks like a butterfly net, and the other one, yeah, has like a bong slash bagpipe. Um, and then above them in some trees are a bunch of porgs that have like, they do look, some of them have their mouths open and have these two little buck teeth, um, yeah. probably mm-hmm. for force vamping. Um, the other <laughs> ones are just kind of looking, looking around up there, but they're, they're in trees. So, so you'll notice if you're following the podcast, there are a lot of porg dictions very yeah. clearly illustrated in this, in this color. Yeah. We're book. just right about everything. There's vampires, there's fishing nets, there's fish bongs. And there are caretakers that have similar legs to the porgs, possibly implying that there is an evolutionary The state. only thing that's a little weird 
Okay. Is porgs clearly yeah. have wings and no arms? The that's the only. Thing. This is the only weird that's thing. The only thing that's weird. Yeah, they clearly have wings and not arms, and the caretakers clearly have arms with like fingers. Those are not wings. But that's evolution, Mikey. The two major takeaways I have from this picture is one is that whole net thing. Like, I feel like this might hint that one of those porgs is going to become a gross soup. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other takeaway I have is like. That, like, bagpipe that looks like a fish? Yeah. I would like to start another podcast dedicated to that just thing. that. Just that. We just <laughs> oh, talked about God. it. Mikey's going to learn how to play it. It was yeah. so hard to do this on Porgs. You're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just, we're just going to do it about this item. I, I, I might be doing this by myself. I understand. <laughs> but, you know. I would also like to mention, going back to our previous episode, Andrew, I feel like I've drawn on your episode a lot. In this well, story. that was a, an emotional high point. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you know, like it, you and I are the most volatile. <laughs> I think so. It's and on either end of the spectrum. That's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. And when nobody's look, no one's watching us. Look at the internet. It gets to it gets to places. It's it weird. Yeah. It gets weird. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the internet and being weird, I will say this as a sidebar. As you know, the internet is is really good for one thing, and that's and that's ruining things for everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, thankfully, I can, I can, I can admit having having gone down the rabbit hole of porg internet right now. Porgs have, knock on wood, not transitioned into the fan fiction, uh, deviant art world that things like My Little Pony, Cough from Jungle Book. So no porgnography. Pornography is not a thing yet. If you out there are a fan fiction writer and you, and you're like, no, actually, I did. Uh, don't send that to me. But <laughs> from what I can tell, nobody's sexualized the porg yet. So that's so good. Ben. Are you are you breaking the news to me that I'm not going to get to see any kind of porg vor? <laughs> <laughs> there is no. Cur- I don't know. You. Can, I did not specifically. Google that. I mean, again, we're talking about an internet where Kaw from Jungle Book somehow became sexual. So I really, you really can't trust really anything on your computer at this point. But, but that's good. It's good that Porgs have not gone that way. Right now, all we really need to deal with is the fact that they're vampires and they probably evolve into hideous creatures that look like they're from the 90s show. Uh, dinosaurs. But the one thing is that I did send everyone the first page for my treatment on the Porg standalone movie last night. Oh yeah, get, we should we should mention this. I didn't get a lot of feedback, so I was out last night. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is why I'm not prepared for my podcast episode <laughs> because I was doing other stuff. If we'd like, we can put the uh, first page, take a screenshot of it, put it on Instagram just to give everyone a little treat. Yeah, if people <laughs> are interested in it, they can read it. And if you want to hear more, then we'll, uh, <laughs> you can let us know. And then we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll expand upon it. But yeah, I was out in Hollywood last night. I was like bar hopping and, and I'm like going across the street and like my phone goes off. It's like, hey guys, it's Andrew. Uh, you know, here's the first page of my, of my poor screenplay. <laughs> And I was like, I'm not ready for this. We will post a page of this so that you can see. It'd be great if we have any listeners out there that are uh, illustrators or anything and they want to help us build out maybe a graphic novel or something. Maybe we make a fan film. I don't know. The sky's really the limit uh, on Porgs. 
So the next thing I want to talk about um, is in my in my travels, there was a recent article that came out from USA, uh, USA Today um, that was an interview with Daisy Ridley. And obviously, we've been talking a lot about this island, all the things there, all this stuff. But we got to know, like, what is our hero, our heroine, Ray, think about all this? And she actually spoke on this. Daisy had this to say. She said, it's bringing a lot of pleasure right now, says Ridley, calling the character adorable and hilarious. The love affair started on set with a goofy-looking puppet operated the same crew as BB-8. She said, it's wonderful to be working around practical things on set that have such personality. But Ray won't fall for the creature's charms. She said, Ray honestly is too wrapped up in her own journey to pay attention to Porgs. And really, that's mm -hmm. a sad thing. So, what do we think about that? So wait, my takeaway is, is something going on with Daisy and the Porgs. Well, she seems like she likes them. She said she had a stuffed... Daisy's all about them. She has a stuffed Porg that she really likes. Do we hear wedding bells in the future or what? <laughs> <laughs> little onset romance? A little onset romance between her and the Porgs. However, she said Ray has no time for them. And so with this quote from her, I feel that this lends itself more to really this is... This is a story about Chewie. Because he's, he's lost his buddy? He's lost his buddy, and then it, mm -hmm. it are Porgs that. Yes, they are boat captains. Yes, they are vampires. Obviously. So that's a little mind-blowing, because Chewie, if you think about it, besides maybe like Lando or uh, other characters like that, but of the people who have been in multiple movies, he has probably had the least amount of exposition of anybody. I mean, even right. the droids have a bunch of backstory and extended universe stuff. Chewie has nothing. Mm -hmm. We assume maybe we'll get some of that in Solo, but he doesn't have a lot of moments that kind of like lend, like kind of like flesh out his character, right? You'd assume like, let's recap Force Awakens. Like Chewie's been with Han Solo for a very long time, right? So, and, and he, he has not left his side. So we see him in New Hope and we see him in Force Awakens. He's always been part of Han's life, and therefore anyone who's part of Han's life is probably part of Chewie's. So Chewie, yes, having Ben Solo moved to the dark side, all that, it's super traumatic for everybody, but Chewie was part of that. Chewie probably remembers Ben Solo as a child, right? He was like, <laughs> yeah. he was like the... He the, remembers the shitty, like, two-year-old version yeah, of Yeah, like, he was there when this baby was born, and then he has to stand by and watch... Ooh. This child kill I, his father, and then Chewie shoots Kylo Ren. Ben, I think you're really onto something. I think it's less so much about Chewie wants this Porg to replace Han. Chewie wants the Porg to replace Ben. Okay. He looks at the relationship between Ben and Han, and, and he's like, he's probably at this point saying, like, there were red flags. I should have seen this coming. And now he's like, I need to raise my new baby right. Wait, oh my God. So, <laughs> ben Solo was a good guy that turned bad. Porgs are bad. They're vampiring everyone. Chewie tries to reverse it. And he's like, I'm going to turn yeah. this horrible creature. That's a poor diction. That's a poor, is that a poor diction? Porg, poor diction. Porg diction. Porgs are evil bloodsuckers. And Chewie decides to convert one to be a nice, cute thing that sits yeah. on the control panel of the Millennium Falcon because he feels bad that they let... Ben Solo slipped to the dark side. The image you just painted gives me another pork diction. Coming in clear, 
So they're going to get out of a jam by the Porg walking over a bunch of buttons on the console, and then they jump. <laughs> that is almost as bad as bonking. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to happen, so. But it's it another down. one of those things that's like, it could probably also happen. And they're like, no, yeah. Porg, stop it. <laughs> but Ray has no time for them. So, no. which leads me to believe that. Also, I didn't share this link with you guys. I'm more than happy to if you don't. But there is a leaked cover of a book called Chewy and the Porgs. Uh, I'm going to need yeah. to see the cover of that book. I will. Yeah. I will send that now. I, I, maybe it's, I assume Jordan already had that book. <laughs> Newsflash, I wrote it. So we looked into the book a while back and discovered it doesn't release until the movie comes out. Because we had hoped to do an yeah, episode Yeah, I wanted to do a it. whole episode just about this book. So I have to assume it's spoiler-filled, because it does not release until the day the film comes out. Ooh. Yeah, but if you look at the cover, you'll truly see the amount of love on the Porgs' faces. Admiration? Almost or fan ho- fiction deviant art level. I don't want to take us yeah. back to that dark place, but there's obviously a, there's obviously something going on with Chewie also, and the Porgs. Also, if you see Chewie's holding... A oh, homemade oh my fishing God. pole. It's a fishing yeah. pole. I did not realize that till now. Yeah, so wow. we're clearly right about everything. There's there's going to be some big time fishing here, <laughs> whether it's for eating or making bongs out of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that Han's gone, he just spends all day sparking up, you know, playing that just wacky 3D chess. Smoking, <laughs> smoking fish. Smoking fish. You know, getting weird. So, Andrew, I, you mentioned this whole idea of the Porgs <coughs> loose in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon and something happens and they walk across the control panel and it, like, yep. saves the day. Yep. And I know, I know part of, you know, I know with everything that you kind of mentioned to us, it's it's a little half there to, like, poke at it and bother us and half there because you... You and, and all of us, quite frankly, have just very low expectations for sometimes story writing yeah. in Star Wars films. Yeah. So once I'd found the other coloring book page, um, which helped hammer home Ooh. my theory Ooh. of Porg evolution, I found another page. And uh, listener, we will share this on the Instagram as well. But what it does is it illustrates a, a Chewy in the cockpit of the Millennium Looking Falcon, very determined. Looking very determined, maybe upset. Surrounded by yeah, possibly upset. Surrounded by porgs. A lot of the porgs actually. Just go into town on the Millennium Falcon. They're cra- <laughs> it's chaos. It's chaos. There's wires being ripped out. There's wires being ripped out. There's stuff. One's eating everywhere. a chair. I yeah. only have one thing to say about this image, and it's gonna cost me a lot of money in legal fees, but it is <laughs> wake up sheeple. <laughs> What I was going to say to this, I thought this is what you noticed. If you notice, last episode, you talked about how one of the Porgs was going to adorn itself with a piece of garbage to uh, <laughs> differentiate itself oh, from the rest shit. of it. Oh, shit. I you see it now. The, you see yeah. it now. If you look at the front control panel, there is one with something on its head. It is wearing some form of garbage or yeah. something as a hat. Is, is this one of Andrew's dark Porg dictions coming true? See, I, my hands are shaking for craving of ham water right now. <laughs> no, so I'm back, back to where I was last week. This is going to be awful. <laughs> I, in hopes of maybe satiating uh, 
or holding back Andrew's rage for a little bit. I do want to talk about Chewie's expression here. Mm-hmm. He's got the very furrowed brow. I it and then like you nice, uh, it's kind of showing like, a couple like wrinkles in the bottom lip area. It almost looks to me like he's biting his lower lip in a sense. Yeah, kind of. It's okay. a very uh, tense moment. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I, it almost looks like someone who's like fighting back tears. <sighs> so I'm wondering if like this kind of plays into what we said earlier about like him taking the porg is redemption for his relationship with Ben. Like he he saw. Ben destroy Han Solo, and now he has his, like, simulacrum of Ben destroying the Millennium Falcon, and it's almost like watching Kylo Ren kill Han Solo all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's like, oh, this this wasn't supposed to happen again, but here we are. The Porgs are killing Han, and it hurts it hurts all over wait, again. Wait, wait, the porks are killing Han? The Millennium Falcon being a symbol for Han. Yeah, Solo, the Millennium Falcon is, is a symbol for Han. Yeah, sure, I see. That is, like, so Freudian and just, like, really bizarre. This is, like, I don't know. <laughs> These are deep films. I, really? Really, though? <laughs> she died of a broken heart. These are deep films. <laughs> yeah, she died of a broken heart. The Millennium Falcon is a symbol for Han Solo. Therefore, when the Porgs destroy the Millennium Falcon, it is like Chewie having to witness Kylo Ren kill Han Solo all over again. One thing I've been kind of teasing around in my head this whole episode is that Empire Strikes Back had like one of the biggest twists in all of cinema history. Um, oh, it's true. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this one going to have a twist? Ooh. It has to have a twist. Ooh. Take it and run with it, Mike. So we know what our big finale is, right? Phasma gets bonked by a porg, right? <laughs> right. right. Let, me, let me throw you with this little curveball here. <laughs> we got Phasma face-to-face with the porg. Chewie never told you what happened to your mother. He told me enough. He told me you bonked her. <laughs> no. I am your mother. <laughs> Phasma is the mother of porgs. Like Phasma mother is of the dragons, mother of porgs. But she is mother of porgs. Okay. Can, should, we, should we throw that? Is that porg diction? God, sure. I don't want it to be. Can we use the noise? But can I just take it with a grain of salt, maybe? Yeah. That would be a big oh. reveal. Right? <laughs> yeah, you can't, you got that right. So that that's something a... you can hardly spoil. Like imagine walking out of the theater and murmuring to yourself, "So Phasma's the mother of Porgs," and like the people <laughs> waiting in line, like, "What do you make of that?" If somebody's saying this, actually, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do this now when I'm leaving the movie. <laughs> As, yeah, it's... no matter what happens, tell everyone in that line, Phasma is the mother of a porg. So Phasma's the mother of Porgs, listeners. I need you to mobilize behind this in the same way that you've mobilized behind the tattoo challenge. Is this hashtag of the week? Hashtag mother of porgs? That's it. (laughs) Hashtag mother of porgs. Guys, remember, when you leave and you see the long line of people lined about front and you're talking with your friends, unless you're Andrew who goes to the movies alone because he doesn't have 15 friends like Jordan to go with. uh, (laughs) Not even close. Back together here, guys. Not even close. Uh, just try to mention, wow, so Phasma was the mother of the porks. <laughs>
I think I think it's a good place to wrap it up unless we got some more. I think that's a good place to wrap it up there too. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, as do I know, if you read it on the internet, it's true. It's gotta be true. It's gotta and be if you true. hear it on the podcast, it's gotta be hot. It's gotta be hot. <laughs> and this is only the realest uh, poor dictions you can get anywhere on the internet. <laughs> If you like the show, make sure you subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. Leave us a good review. Leave us a bad review. I won't force you, but your parents would give us a bad review, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. rebel against your parents and tell the world how much you like the show. For those of you that are into the Instagram, the Instagram is still, as always, at podcast, spelled how it sounds. Uh, we're going to post uh, some of the images that we mentioned today uh, on there. So if you... If you don't want to see them, don't worry, I'm gonna put a cover image on it so you, you can just skip by them. But if you do want to share in the horror with us, that is where you will find your visual, uh, your visual online compendium for today's episode. Make sure you're posting with hashtag mother of porgs so we can find your stuff and you know give you all the favorites you need. We love interacting with you guys as often as we can. Next week, episode six is our big audience q a if you have a question for for the podcast boys uh make sure you hit us up on there uh that's podcast 2017 at gmail.com we're happy to take any questions you guys have and that segues into that episode six that's the last one that's the last one number we're, six. we're bowing out <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going out on top guys Episode six. It's next week. This is the last one where we come back together and we get our final pork dictions, get everybody's final thoughts before mm -hmm. we go and all see this freaking movie together and spoil the ending by telling everyone that uh, Phasma is the mother of porgs. Thanks for joining us again. They're here. They're porgs. It's the podcast. We'll see you next time. Gotta love doing this. Podcast on three. One, two, three. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there he is. We, we did it. We did it. Yep. Oh, my God. There's not a lot left to say about porgs. There we are really. I was like, it's really We're really scraping. licking the bowl here. It's really. Yeah, we're really licking the bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>